Hey, this is Five Minutes with Elvin. You're listening to Greek mythology, the three generations and the twelve Olympians. Today's lecture is composed of two parts: the three generations and the twelve Olympians. First, the three generations. According to Greek mythology, before the gods, there were the Titans, and before the Titans, there were heaven and earth. In Greek mythology, Father Heaven goes by the name of Uranus, Mother Earth goes by the name of Gaia. Uranus and Gaia had many children who were giants. The giants are also known as the Titans. The Titans became the second generation who ruled the world. Among the Titans, Cronus was the king and Rhea was the queen. While Cronus means time, Rhea means flow or river. Cronus and Rhea had many children too. Most of them live on Mount Olympus, and are therefore called the Olympians. Second, the Twelve Olympians. The term the Twelve Olympians referred to the major gods, because Greek mythology is a very old mythological system. Different versions of Greek mythology tend to offer us different stories, but all in all, the twelve Olympians can refer to fourteen gods instead of twelve. Let's get to know them in groups. Group number one, the most powerful: Zeus, Hera, Poseidon, and Hades. There are four of them. Zeus is the god of heaven and the king of all gods, while Hera is the queen. Poseidon is the god of the ocean, and Hades is the god of the underworld. Both of them are Zeus's brothers. Group number two: the sun and the moon. There are two of them. Apollo is the god of the sun. Artemis is the goddess of the moon. They are twins. They always take the same side when there is a war. Group number three: the god of farming. There are two of them. Demeter is the goddess of crops, and Dionysus is the god of wine. When Demeter is sad, winter comes to the world and nothing grows. When Dionysus shares his magic power, human beings get drunk, feel like gods, and are full of courage. Group number four: the love triangle. Of course, there are three of them: a beautiful wife, a macho boyfriend, and an ugly husband. The wife is Aphrodite, also known as Venus in her Roman name. Aphrodite is the goddess of love and beauty. Ares is the boyfriend, the god of war. While the wife and the boyfriend are making trouble everywhere, the husband Hephaestus is the most reliable blacksmith among the gods. Hephaestus makes all kinds of weapons, armors, and equipment for gods. He is often associated with Athena as the two gods of handicraft. 
Therefore, Hephaestus and Athena can be seen as the personification of civilization and technology. Since we mentioned Athena just now, Athena is the plus one. Like Dionysus, Athena was delivered by her father Zeus, hence one of the two favorite children of Zeus. Athena was born with her full armor on, and is in fact a better god of war than Ares. She is also known as the goddess of wisdom. The owl is the bird sacred to her. So far, the count is eleven plus one, twelve. Group number five, the two H's, Hestia and Hermes. They are the last two. With them, the total number of gods is now fourteen. Hestia is the goddess of household. The fire in every ancient Greek family and city is sacred to her. She gives her throne on Mount Olympus to her nephew Dionysus, and lives with human beings to protect them. Hermes is the messenger god. Like Hephaestus, he is a reliable god who helps other gods and does not make trouble. Hermes is always running around to clean up the mess made by his father Zeus. He is the fastest and the smartest among gods. One last thing, in a lot of versions of Greek mythology, Demeter is absent from the list of the twelve Olympians. In most versions, the other thirteen are almost always around. This is five minutes with Elvin. I'll see you in class.